The Distraction, hosted by former Deadspin writers Drew McGarry and David Roth, is a new sports podcast coming from Defector and Stitcher. Join the guys and their guests as they break down the week in sports while addressing their fair share of off-the-field issues. Whether it's discussing NBA players getting testy in the bubble, Bill Belichick cutting 80% of his roster just to keep himself interested, or horrifying takes from sports talk radio that need to be broken down, Drew and Roth are ready to serve you some hot sports action. But do stick around for a few extra distractions. You deserve them. Listen and subscribe to The Distraction, a Defector podcast, right now in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not. Hey guys, special bonus, maybe I'm crazy podcast episode for you. Chris Broussard joined me on The Hang, and we discuss a lot of the NBA drama that's popping off right now. It gets intense. Uh, I back up some of my predictions. Actually, Chris backs up some of my predictions, but uh, here it is for you. Enjoy. Chris Broussard, welcome back, Chris. It's always great to be in the hang. See, you're like a you're like an expert now. We're gonna get this like we, we gotta we gotta be professional. Oh, here. I'm sorry about um, that. You're I'm a, sorry. Yeah, you're a seasoned vet now. You just know to just just change and relax. Yes. Uh, get out of that. Usually in nice a suit. suit. Just got done working out. Oh, you worked out over here? at the Fox Studios. Yes. Look at you. I'm getting it in. What I'm trying to get like Jason McIntyre. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Jason likes to wear those uh, those medium shirts though. Yes. Show off the, he show off actually the came on had the nerve to come on my podcast in a tank top, mm. in a jersey, to show off his massive oh, arms. Nah. <laughs> I haven't seen him, but I'm going to have a conversation with him about that. Uh, in the Zone podcast. Yes, in the Zone. Which you can get on all podcast platforms. Uh, who, who did you have on recently? Besides, We have Michael Rappaport. We just dog. dropped that today. Oh, Michael nice. Rappaport was great. Uh, last week, who did we have? Jim Jackson was recently. I don't know if that was last week, but we've had some great... David Fisdale. Ooh, yes. he's coming to the Lakers. He's some, coming to the Lakers. Some, we we actually talked to him right before. I think it was the day or two before that speculation, because that's what mm. it was, uh, dropped. But uh, I don't look. If, if they get rid of Luke Walton, Fisdale will definitely be on the show <laughs> shortlist. You think when? When? You think when? When? They're gonna give him a legit shot. But here's here's what you always have to remember. Anytime a coach was not brought in by the front office, then there's always a possibility. I like Luke Walton. I'm just saying uh, LeBron's not going to play for Luke Walton. He will play for Fizdale. So when the Cavs lose the East this year, which, by the way, is my prediction, we'll get to that in a little bit. To who, Boston? Yeah. Uh, LeBron's going to leave the Cavaliers because they're the oldest team in the NBA. He's going to come to the Lakers, play with Lonzo. Luke Walton's going to leave, a.k.a. get fired, unfortunately, and then David Fizdale's going to come in. What are you going to do with LeVar? Because I don't think LeBron, LeBron's going to join the service. <clears throat> Here's the thing about LeVar. Um, and we're going to take questions with, with Chris in a, in a little bit, so put them in the comment section, and we'll do the emoji game uh, in a bit as well. Uh, here's what you do with LeVar. LeVar, if you pay attention to the way LeVar moves, this is how LeVar moves. Because LeVar, LeVar is, he's smarter than all of us, right? Like, LeVar's a genius. You can, you can say whatever you want about LeVar, but, like, we're at his mercy. Sorry. Uh, it is what it is. I mean, you can, live in your, you can live in your own reality where LeVar doesn't exist, and you complain about him, but you're really just building him up. These are facts. Let me know what I'm lying. Uh, genius. Here's, you, 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 you lost me at genius. Sure. I mean, I mean, people thought Steve Jobs was a crazy person. Genius. People Steve thought Jobs Albert Einstein was a crazy person. Computers or technology, <laughs> Apple. Lavar's going to create, create his own league and they take, aren't even sending Levar's to people gonna yet. Lavar's going to take down his create his own league and take down the NCAA. <laughs> I'll be Look, sitting here I, waiting. I like I'll be I'll be happy to ta- to add all of you and tell you that I was right. Okay. 
Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> the important thing is, um, LeVar only says that stuff when he needs to gas up Lonzo. Mm. You didn't hear from LeVar at UCLA. Why? No, he was we the did best hear. We heard that his son was better than team. Steph Curry. Okay, but during his, his tenure at when did he do we that, that though? When it was Michael at the Jordan. end, when it was at the end of his UCLA, UCLA career, and he was about to enter the NBA draft. When he was playing at UCLA, I think he said that and he was crushing it. He said yeah, that towards the, the end of the season. Can we fact check this, please? Before the NCAA. Unlike tournament. Michael Rappaport's, I am. Uh, I am. Uh, I, I think am this is some fake news. We do fact check. It doesn't matter. He he was gassing him up for the NBA. Yeah, but he was, I mean, he didn't need, Lonzo didn't need it. He wasn't talking about Alford. Lonzo was he wasn't getting talking about all he needs more of minutes. Of course. Of course, that's why. I, look, I'm with you on, it's not, they don't absolutely have to trade Lonzo to get LeBron. They ain't trading Lonzo. But, well, if it meant getting LeBron, you might. But what I'm saying is they do have to silence LeVar. Because I don't see LeBron. LeBron in a couple days. Yeah, I, 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 this is the longest stretch. I think it's been... It seems like a week, two weeks that we haven't heard in He's busy in anything from LeVar. So, well, that hasn't stopped him in the past. Well, I'm saying right now he is. You know, so, so hopefully he, is playing good. I like LeVar. I hope he just goes silent and lets the game speak for itself as far as LeVar. And then maybe, maybe they will get LeBron. I mean, what's the saying? Hope in one hand, you know. Well. And the other. I, I, you, you were in Miami with LeBron. You think he wants to go Join what could be a I circus if LeBron, LeBron is making LeBron these types of comments. LeBron is drama, which we're going to get to. But in he a likes his own. But he drama. likes his own yes. drama. But I do think LeBron is is looking now towards the twilight of his career. He dropped the kids line, which, as we all know, is the big telltale sign that you're seeing the end of your career. Okay. Like I want to spend time with my kids. It's like dun dun dun. And listen, but, I don't. But that's what five years from sure. Now? But like, <laughs> is he going to spend that in Cleveland? I don't think he is. I'm beginning to think he is going to leave, too. So where's he going to go? It, it, there's all sorts of options. I mean, Houston, the Lakers, Philadelphia, it, It's LeBron New York. James. He's coming to the Lakers. Why? Because. He may. I'm not saying he won't. Because, but look, cause look here, here's why. Because LeBron's a superstar, and, and, and that's we're in Los Angeles. What about New York? He ain't got time for New York. There's New York fans. Like, I, I love Nick fans, but, I mean, are you, he's going to play for that owner? Come on now. I mean, come on. What? He gonna go from the Cleveland owner to to that owner to the New York the Knicks owner, owner. The owner has turned it over to the, a nice basketball operations department. Scott Perry and Steve Mills. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, and that owner, that. that owner, look, he's got his issues, but he does spend money, and that's one of the things LeBron wants in an owner: pay the money for us to get the players. And you got Kristaps Porzingis, who's better than anybody on the list. Porzingis, right Kristaps. So I'm not, I, I don't know what he, where that? he's that was going, a banger. but I'm just saying. Banger? Yeah. Banger. Yes. Banger, yeah. All right. Well, uh, I disagree. I think he's coming to the Lakers. But, he might. Um, you might be right. You know more about the NBA than me, but I'm, I'm going to stick When it comes to take. LeBron, we're all speculating because nobody knows what he's going to do. But I do think there's a good chance he's leaving. He's leaving. Uh, but let's talk about the other drama in the NBA. Ain't no drama like NBA, NBA drama. I love the NBA. Oh. I mean, there's, there's you no, love the drama. No do you actually love it. the game? Everybody loves the drama. Do you love the game? Do you love this? Yes. Or but, do you but, love the drama? The drama makes that better. Because storylines story 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 are what brings out passion in fans, and it just makes it more interesting. I think people like a lot of people like the drama more than the, the actual The drama game. is amazing. And, and, and this Clippers-Rockets drama, first of all, I don't know what the bleep is going on here. I, I, still, I still don't know the story. I don't think anybody knows the story except for, uh, I mean, Trevor Ariza and Gerald Green went down. They got two-game suspensions. Um, 
I don't in any way agree that Austin Rivers should be suspended because he's doing what you. everyone else is doing. Yes. But first of all, explain what the hell happens. Well, from what you understand, from people I've talked to, obviously there have been reports. I've read those and also talked to some people. And Trevor Ariza was obviously upset. We could see that on the court. And he thought Austin Rivers shouted some stuff at him that it was really just off the chain, okay. you know, out of bounds. And he went to through the hallway. Let's through stop calling it a secret garden passageway. I'm picturing people, you know, through under Alice vents in and, Wonderland. Yeah, down, hunched down, <laughs> crawling, <laughs> camouflage. They're going, they're going through the like air air vents <laughs> yeah, right? of, of the Staples Center. Amazing. And, uh, but it's you know, players knew that this hallway exists. A lot of players congregate from both teams out there during games. So there is a secret hallway. No, there's a hallway. It's, it's not, not a secret. secret. It's a secret to the fans, but heck, the it locker sounds, rooms are secret to the fans. It sounds better than if it's a secret. Yes, it does. Can we call, it like, adds to let's the Let's just keep calling it the secret drama, hallway if, for the so purpose for of you, this conversation. Yeah. Yes. So Trevor Ariza went to the, the hallway, the secret hallway, <laughs> goes into the training room of the Clippers locker room. Okay. And so Trevor wanted to go in there and see what Austin had called him and was saying about him. Now, the, the question, the real mystery is what was Chris Paul's role? Right. The NBA has become convinced, they've either become convinced that Chris Paul and James Harden had, were peacemakers. And here, I, I will put forth this possible scenario that fits that. Maybe they were just in the hall, in the secret hallway, talking or whatever. Right. And Trevor was like, yo, I'm going in there. And so Chris is already in the hallway and is, is going after him like, man, look, the, trying to make sure he doesn't get so out of control. So he's Paul in this spot. Yes, yes, maybe. <laughs> but the, the, there's also this. Did the NBA, we know how hyped the NBA is about their Saturday night games. Mm -hmm. And their first Saturday night matchup, I believe, is coming up, Golden State versus Houston. Mm -hmm. We know that they were like, look, don't let the stars sit out on Saturday night, right? No, you know, rest them in practice, no back-to-backs, whatever. Don't sit them out. Did the NBA want James Harden and Chris Paul in that Saturday night game? Of course. Okay, that makes me wonder if those two got some special star treatment. Because other than the scenario I painted, and maybe Chris was a peacemaker, but I could also say, Chris should have kept Ariza and Gerald Green in the locker room with the rest of their teammates. Right. So I don't know exactly. Their, you know, Some of the Clippers think Chris was just as involved as the rest of them. I'm not sure, but that's really the scenario. Chris mm. was embarrassed and frustrated. Right. So it's not too hard to, of a, too far of a stretch to think he may have you know, gone, gone with Trevor to... <sighs> So delicious. To talk trash or whatever. It really is great. Um, <laughs> I like the suspensions, though. The two games. I think it should have been. Yeah, but the, none of the Clippers should have been suspended, though. They, they were I, where well, they were supposed to be. What about Blake bumping D'Antoni? Okay, that fine, one, you fine. Could. All right, maybe. But D'Antoni's got to be better than that. I mean, what are you going to do? He shouldn't be cursing what are you, what, out. What, cursing what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Like, what are you going to do to Blake Griffin? Can we be serious for five seconds? Relax. No, well, he's not going to fight me. Okay, okay but, so then what are you, like, what are you, what are, I, what are you talking 
sleep for that. I said that Blake should not be suspended if D'Antoni was on the court. But it looked to me like D'Antoni yeah, was not he on was, the court. He was a eh, he was, he was out of the coach's box. So he maybe you say, look, keep keeping keep your butt in the coach's box, and you won't get bumped. I don't know. I mean, but Blake has done that before. He did it to Mark down. Jackson. I gotta calm down. I almost just I almost, see see what's happening. You don't this, like D'Antoni, huh? Well, no, you gotta get I just Mike gotta calm down because I almost said something regretful. Here's the thing. <laughs> You have to be we careful to nowadays. I'm just saying I'm live. Okay. You have to be careful yeah. nowadays. <laughs> I think that D'Antoni is being unprofessional by saying bleep you to a player in that spot. Blake Griffin is bigger than him. Well, and all I'm saying is, definitely. at one point or another, we got to stop talking. We got to do something. But if he was smaller... You wouldn't have had a problem with it if it was Patrick Beverly. I'm just saying, be about that life. Like, but Patrick Beverly is a player; he's not a coach. Well, here I, I agree with you. Coaches have to be above that. However, if you get if a player has called you out and Blake said something to him before that I believe, and with foul language, and then bumps you, at some point okay, your manhood no. kicks in, oh, and God. you're like, I'm just not going to take it anymore. I'm okay, fine. I agree with you. Now, Mark Jackson handled it much better than Mike D'Antoni. He pulled Blake aside, hey man, look, you better than that. You know Mark. You better than that. Right. And they they settled it. He should have been like that. That's the way a coach handles it. However, sometimes your emotions get Oh, I do think if they and, if Blake does that again though, he's suspended. I but as far as the, the actual incident, I don't think any clippers should have been suspended because they were in their locker. I agree. Room. I, I and I'll tell you this. I liked what was going on on the court. Yeah, I'm I fine like with it. the chippiness, you know, the getting in each other's faces, all that. I just don't like it after the game. It's in the secret hallway. In the secret hallway. Yeah, I don't like um, that. Okay, and then to wrap this whole uh, this whole saga up, which which I think just actually made it worse. And I like Austin Rivers, and I I, I get it. Like if you play for your dad, all, you got to talk a lot. I'm sure he gets trash talked to yes. him every second of every game, and then he's got to have a chip on his shoulder. And I get it. Okay, so I don't have any. I don't have any problem with anyone talking. I'm just saying, at one point or another, we gotta stop talking. Like that is where this goes, right? We're just gonna we're just gonna keep talking to each other. I don't I don't understand how that works. But he said that Trevor Ariza called him. Yes. And who had this report? Ramona Shelburne. Ramona. Yeah. Shelburne. Uh, love Ramona. Hi, Ramona. Uh, he told her that they spoke. He called him to hash it out, and they're good. And here, here's the thing. I don't, I don't need to know who called who. Like, if I call someone to t- try and squash something and you tell it publicly that I called you, it's not squashed anymore. Well, first of all, if you beef, really? if you beef with me, we'd be forever anyway. It's so, not hey, squashed anymore? ain't no calling. <laughs> ain't having no conversations. All right, you're on the list. You're going to get off the list until you're dead. That's just how it works with me. However, <laughs> if you are the kind of person who likes to squash beefs, if you say I called you, it, to me, it had a feeling of like, yeah, he called me. I could be gassing it up, but that's just how I feel about it. I, 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 look, I had no problem with. I don't know why that is pertinent information. Saying that we spoke and saying. Because you're saying people, writers, and I'm a writer, I've been a writer for my whole career. Writers would take it, really, they would have your attitude of, oh, Austin and Trevor hate each other, and for the rest of their career, they will always be at odds. When that could be the furthest thing from the truth. When they could actually be hanging out in the offseason. Sure. So what Austin did was put the truth out there so that people don't think he and Trevor are at odds anymore. I actually think it made Trevor look good, like the bigger man because Trevor was being viewed as the hothead. He was the one we saw 
talking with the Rockets bench. He's the one that got fined. We know he was the instigator and he got of suspended. the whole thing and suspended. And so Austin actually painted Trevor in a good light. Like, man, look, he called. It was a misunderstanding. And Austin apologized. Austin admitted, I told him, man, I'm, I'm sorry, you know, as well. So it wasn't like Austin was just saying, yeah, he came to me on his hands and knees begging me for forgiveness no. or anything. Okay, listen, I'm a little more hostile than the average cat, all right? But I, 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 to me, that just came across as like, I don't need to know who called who. I give it squash, it's squash. You love I'll, drama. What do you mean you well, don't need? You want to know. <laughs> you want to know. I, no, not, I mean, I just want to like just added it. You more love drama. it that he said it. I, I think but it just added what, more drama. That's what fans because like. Because of the specific, the, the specific way. What did she no. say? If specificity? What was that word? Specificity. 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 I was the an English major. Specificity that he used in describing the situation. I feel like words are important. But How you say things are important. Saying he called me feels meh. Uh, I, I, I disagree, but hey. That's what the hang is all, right. all well, about. Well, I don't think this is I, over. I, I, I think it's just added I think more it's fuel over fire. I really do. I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw two Austin in the State Farm commercial in the backseat with Trevor oh, so singing we're all, some we're all corny pop right song. Now. Yeah, that's a possibility. You know? we've been fooled before. Um, all right. So what's going on in Cleveland? Sky is falling. This is it's like Groundhog Day. I know right? it really is. Every, every year it is like Groundhog Day, back. except for and I agree with you. You said this on the show. I don't know if anybody's coming to help them this time. No, I agree, and that's what the players are concerned about. They, because if Cleveland, even if they make a trade, if they don't give up that Brooklyn pick, who are they? Then getting? exactly, you, it's going to be a lateral move. You're going to maybe marginally improve, but not enough to really have a legitimate chance to be Golden State. And that's what the players. That's why their spirits are a bit down. And what scares me or concerns me about Cleveland, because I still would pick them to win the East if I if gun to my head. But what concerns me is if you're Cleveland and you go to the you start the playoffs and you don't think you can beat Golden State. In fact, you don't even think you can compete with Golden State. Right. How motivated are you to really get back to the finals? Consciously you may be telling yourself, yeah, all right, this is it. We don't want Kyrie to win the East. We want to win the East. Of course, we want to go to the finals. You want to but if if in your heart you really don't believe you can win, and the last thing or the second to last thing you want, because the last thing would be losing to Kyrie, but the second to last thing you want is to go to the finals and get swept or destroyed in five games, then I, want, I think their motivation won't be at its peak, and then that's when you could be upset by Boston or Toronto. I don't see Toronto ups- upsetting them, but uh, and that's not just to Toronto. I just think yeah, like yeah. that just LeBron owns them. Um, Boston. I, I mean, I'm I've already went on a limb. I think that Boston's going to win just because of what you said. That I just don't see anyone coming. And if they give up that Brooklyn pick, they're. I mean, I already told you LeBron is leaving. He's going to the Lakers. Like at me. So have you told the Cavs front office that yet? Have I told them? Have you called them and told them? Like, no, but I mean, I we're, we're live right now. Like, someone can send it to them. <laughs> Um, Kobe Altman. All I'm you, sure, look, that, I'm sure they it. have suspicions. I'm sure their spidey <laughs> senses are tingling, uh, which yes. is why they're not going to trade that pick because fool me once, like LeBron is capable of leaving no oh, matter no what question. he says. I know it's his home. Well, look, they they went to LeBron from what I'm told. He knew they could have gotten Paul George and Eric Bledsoe for Kyrie Irving. George, one of the things George wanted to – Go to go to Cleveland and stay not just this year but next year. 
because Paul has that option. Paul wanted to. Paul George wanted to know LeBron's a commitment from LeBron, right. and LeBron wouldn't do it. So again, I'm not saying that means 100 percent he's leaving, but it means he certainly isn't committed to you. Of course. And I'm with you. I get. I, can't be in I a relationship get. Like I that, get so. the players. I get the Cavs players being like, look, give up that pick. Let's go for it. Because maybe, maybe, right now Oklahoma City doesn't want to trade Paul George. But maybe if you're willing to give up that pick, then maybe you can get Paul George. Because that would be a valuable pick for Oklahoma City. And they are a team that needs good drafts because free agents aren't going there. Right. Um, However, so I I get it from the players. However, if I'm the Cavs front office, I'm sorry. I can't give up that pick because everybody's saying, oh, it's the seventh pick, it's the eighth pick, Brooklyn's playing better. When they got Kyrie in 2011, that was supposed to be the eighth pick. Turns out they have the draft lottery, it ends up being the first pick. When they got Anthony Bennett, which was a horrible selection, but it was the number one pick, it was supposed to be ninth. So Cleveland's saying, heck, seventh, it might become two or one or whatever. Well, I mean, if I'm Cleveland's, I'm going. I'm pushing all in right now. I hear what you're saying. So you would give but up the pick. This is well, because there's no guarantee LeBron is going to stay. If he leaves, it's over anyway. So you, you would give up for? the pick. Yes, I would. Oh, I thought you wouldn't. Well, I mean, like, I'm. Not, it's easy for me to say, like, who am I? I'm just sitting here talking <laughs> to you. Like, I don't. I don't have a. I don't. It's not my job and family and stuff to worry about. But I'm saying go all in now because if LeBron leaves, what, what are you going to do anyway? I don't look. Let's hypothetic. Let's say LeBron leaves. Now, you're not going to be a contender. Right. But you could get a Trey Young. Mm-hmm. You could get a, a, a Marvin Bagley. You know, no, some I of these get other, the value so of it as far as like moving forward. But are you, if you're talking about championships you, no, and you need no, to win right now, no. like, do you care about winning another championship but, or do you care about longevity? Like you're Cleveland. I'm but what bit, move let's, let's, is out there that – now, I do think a Paul George move would really be interesting and get them right where you could think on paper, okay, they can now compete with but Golden State. But doesn't this also need but to happen But it still may like not get you a championship. Soon, well, February 8th got, is a trade but, I mean, Yeah, but I'm saying, like, you need to integrate them into yeah. the system. And you got Isaiah Thomas, obviously, problem, is yeah. like, what well, I mean, which I, I, I think is going to be the worst trade in NBA history, but whatever. <laughs> um, I mean, when, like, are we be, are we reacting too soon to Isaiah not I think being so. what he needs to be? I mean, look, he, here, you brought up a good question. What is Isaiah Thomas? He's a scorer. But is he a legitimate star? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think That's I think what the, he was with Bo- he he was the guy in Boston. He's not the guy in Cleveland. Although I think he thinks he's the guy in Cleveland, but he's not <laughs> the guy in Cleveland. And that's a problem. Well, that's see, before he went to Boston and joined Brad Stevens' system, Isaiah Thomas was Jamal Crawford, which is a good, really good player. But it's not a, a star. Yeah, but or there's superstar. good players, there's stars, That's what and I'm there's saying. superstars. The perception since he when he joined Cleveland was that he's a star now. He was fifth in the MVP voting last year. But on he was, my ballot but he and was overall. hot last year. Yeah, and he was also in a great system that was built around him Don't offensively. Leave while you're hot. That's how May screwed up. Mm. Well, he didn't leave while he was hot. He got the boot yeah, he got while he was hot. Yeah. But I, I still, regardless, he's only played five games. I think you have to give him a little time. To see. That's why LeBron's frustrated because we got to work in Derrick Rose. We got to work in Isaiah Thomas. We got to work in Tristan well, I mean, Thomas. Derrick Rose doesn't play basketball, so they just don't have to worry about that. But the Isaiah, the Isaiah He might play team. tonight, supposedly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Oh, is Let's, there hating on the hang? Huh? 
Hating oh, on I, I don't think there is any There's never hating on about, uh, how, know. Oh, no, no. Well, speaking of Isaiah Thomas, before we get to the fan questions, I know we're going long here. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, but it's just so good. Uh, no <laughs> one is confused about my take on Derrick Rose, right? There's no confusion about that. I think I've You obviously clear. don't like him. I don't think. I, he's fine. Like, I have nothing against him personally. I just don't think he plays basketball. I'm confused why people what keep paying do? him what to not play? play basketball. He's made a lot of money to not play basketball. He's been hurt. Correct. Yeah. All right. I mean, that's fine. Like, I'm not. He's not hurt on purpose. I'm just saying, like, you. you people were acting like that was a game changer or something. Like, for your, for your, for that seat that he's well, going to occupy year, on the bench. Last year he played virtually a whole season. Oh, that worked out well for them. I thought. Did that work out well for them? I don't think it did. Um, all right. Speaking of Ooh, Isaiah Thomas, we got to talk about this because this is hang, boy. Y'all don't take any prisoners. <laughs> I would is, hate to. I am never getting on your bad side. I told you. You we, told we, me it's in per- perpetuity. Once we, we beef, we beef forever. Remember, I told you English major. All right, yeah. Yes. You're hitting us with the big words today. Yes. Um, all right. So we got. To, do we have this anywhere else? Do we have Paul Pierce anywhere else? Or are we just going to do it here? We have it somewhere else. No. Okay, By the way, I, I, I really enjoy Paul Pierce on television. You haven't heard. I like you, Paul You Pierce. thought I was hot before this? All right, let's get serious. <laughs> okay, I got a lot to say about this. Because this happened after uh, Brandon and I uh, finished the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast. Mm-hmm. We're going to repost this on there as well. So uh, Should I answer that for you? What? Maybe you're crazy. Should I? You can. Uh, no, nah, I don't want to get I positively am. I'm I positively am, so it's not going to hurt my feelings. <laughs> but, but. Here's the, here's the thing about Paul Pierce. All right, and the situation is this: uh, he was he he's getting his jersey retired there on the same night that Isaiah is coming back to Boston and actually going to play, as opposed to the last time when he didn't play. They're going to play a video tribute because that's what every team does now. You got to play a video tribute. And Paul Pierce didn't want it because it's his night. All of which I'm fine with, but why do we have to know this? It is. So petty. And I'm sorry, but the Celtics are in their feelings. I need them to get out of their feelings. As a man, I can't handle it. Like, you you need to get out of your feelings. Why are You're you in your feelings man. so much? What do you mean, as a man, I can't? You know what I'm saying. <laughs> I, cannot be, I cannot be in your feelings like that. Like, I don't care. It all started with the whole Ray Allen thing, and now I'm just, I can't take it anymore, all right? I understand you're sensitive, all right? I, so, we get you're, it. so are you critical of Pierce or of the Celtics? Okay, first of all, Celtics botched that situation terribly, okay? Yes. Just, just make it They should have made don't Paul to, Pierce you, night on when you played a different team. First of all, you don't need to you ask Isaiah games. when you're doing the video tribute, and nor does Isaiah need to play. It's not Isaiah's, he has nothing to do with your organization anymore. Play the little two-minute video, yay, we love you, Isaiah, move on with your life. What so is this? They so should have played, played it the first, first time. I agree. Now you're going to play it the second time because he's playing. And, it's, and, and Paul Pierce is right. It's a feeling of guilt that they have. That's why this whole thing is an issue. Well, Just let it be Paul Pierce. But Pierce's they do night. give, they do, they, they gave Brian Scalabrini a video tribute. And I, Scal, I love you, the white mamba, but, you know, I'm just saying. So I'm with you on the video. They give them to everybody. I'm with you on the video. I think Kelly got one. Yes. No disrespect, Kelly. I love you. But I I think so. I love you, Kelly. Listen. I think a highlight was him pulling uh, Kevin Kevin Love's Love's arm arm out of of the Listen, I'm with you on the video tributes. Unnecessary, which is why they should have done it the first time around. It's on the Celtics. Like, just don't, stop, don't, don't. Hesitation, it'll mess you up. All right. Just make a decision. Play it the first time. Play the little two minute video. We give them a nice little clap. We move on with our lives. All is done. All right. It's business. Ain't nobody that mad about it except for Isaiah. And you feel guilty because you're also in your feelings for whatever reason. Some in the water up there. Everybody's sensitive. Do like the uh, Patriots do. Be killers because this is all this emotional stuff is wearing me out. <laughs> so then it all goes public. And now Paul Pierce has to talk about it. And it is so petty. And now Paul Pierce is like, I want my night, which he deserves his night. I'm fine with that. But why do we all have to know all this? You can't tell me that's I'm, not petty. No, hold on. If he hadn't said it. 
Jalen already did told we, him he was being petty. No, I see. I'm look. It's not petty. A jersey retirement ceremony is a big deal. I'm with How you. How many people get there? Especially, especially, especially with Boston. the Celtics. I, I'm with you. It should be his night. Why do we have if, to know all if about he, this? If we didn't know all about it, then guess what? It wouldn't have been solely his night. Isaiah still would have been getting his little video tribute on Paul Pierce night. He would have, because I mean, Isaiah even said in his tweet. This has become such a big deal. I'm letting it go. So if Pierce had kept quiet, then it's a it video tribute. You know what? I'm with you. All right. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a really. I'm now a I do agree with Paul. Paul. Uh, You're I, with Paul. I agree with him too. But I'm saying like you were talking about it too much. Y'all are grown men. Like this is ridiculous. It's getting out of hand. Okay. I'm. I'm. I'm uh, with you. I, I understand what Paul is talking about. It should be on the Celtics. The Celtics destroyed this. Look, I'm not mad at Isaiah. But he, if, if anybody's being petty, it would be Isaiah more than Paul. Because mm. Isaiah, I mean, look, what's the difference in the video tribute if I'm playing or if I'm not? It wasn't like he wasn't going to be there. It wasn't like he was going to be back in Cleveland. I agree. I don't rehabbing. know why it was his decision He was in the on the place. bench. Everybody knew he was there. They could have played the video tribute. It would have been fine. You don't need your family there for a video tribute when you're only there two years. I, maybe I get it if you're there 10 years and it really was home and all that, but you're only there two years. I get it. You love the city. The fans loved you. But come on, take the video tribute and we would have been done with this. Why was I'm it not, his decision the in Celtics the first place? Celtics, but here's where they made a mistake. When they told, I bet you, when they told Isaiah, we'll just do it the next time Cleveland comes, they didn't realize at the time that that was the night they were honoring Pierce. And so that's when it got really messed up. I'm with Paul. I love Paul's honesty. He, he's great on TV because he's honest. He says some crazy things, outlandish stuff, but he's honest. I like it. I think he's great on television, too. I especially uh, appreciated the uh, We Are Sad About Ray Allen uh, not hugging us before he left for Miami. Look uh, at you. Episode. You had to get a heat thing in there. I mean, that was that. That was amazing. They are a team. A basketball team oh. is a family. Uh, mm. Ray was part of that family. They went to Rome together. Mm. They bonded in Rome. I can't even remember the saying Doc came up with. What was it? South African saying, saying from Nelson Mandela. Um, you know what? But they bonded, I'm and then sure Ray just lovely. jetted on them. That's why they were upset. That's why they were hurt. Men can't have feelings, too. Hurt. Hold on. Men can't, it's 2017. Men can't have feelings. Don't 20, let's not. We, we're, it's done. we're done with 2017. Men can't have feelings. Of course you can have feelings. Men can't be sensitive. You can have feelings. You can be sensitive. Just don't hit me with the I'm a, like, I'm, a, I'm a killer, I'm a hitter after that. Like You're good. You are what you are. I'm, I'm fine with it. We can be sensitive on sometimes, and we can be killers at other times. Ray left us. <laughs> it's 2018. It's the 2018, bro. It is. It's the 2018. Say goodbye. <laughs> it's hard to say goodbye. You know, yes. that's what they say. Yes. All right, this is from Andrew. We're gonna take fan questions now. Is the NBA right now dealing with an image problem from the recent uptick in fights? No, I don't think so. No, I mean, heck, they fight much more in baseball. They certainly well, fight much more uh, in hockey. Well, they fight in baseball. I feel like they just like all run together and they kind of like push each oh, other. Oh no, they they. I mean, we've seen cats People knocked like out. People like swing. Mm -hmm. We've it's, seen yeah, cats get knocked they, out, they, and they, they do the throw punches. Fights. 
You know, so I think baseball, hockey well, is part of the freaking game, yeah, that's, essentially. That's Football, we saw Marshawn Lynch running across the field to get involved with people. So, no, I think basketball well, is I fun. love you, Beast Mode. I think Beast ba- I, I love the chimney. Look, here's the thing. I don't want to go back to the 90s right. or the 80s when they were clotheslining people. Um, it was too physical. The 90s when the Rockets and the Knicks were fighting in the finals and all that. But I do think the NBA has gone too far the other way. I can't, I can't dunk on a dude and look at him like this without getting a technical. That's ridiculous. The Leave the emotion yeah. in the game. The technicals have gotten out of control. Yeah. I agree with that. Uh, I don't think it's – I think it's just, guys, it's getting to that part of the season where it's starting to become a grind. You know, all-star break is around the corner. Some People teams know tired. they're out of it. Right. And they're so, frustrated. Yeah, so it, it, I think that's might, more of it. Players know they might get traded. Uh, I do think, like, the, I mean, obviously the the, uh, the Clippers-Rockets situation was something different altogether because yeah. there's just, like, so many layers to that story. But I agree with you. I don't think it's, I don't think it's anything uh, crazy. Also, I feel like, you know, I just have a real hard time believing if some – if this is, like – I'm this close to you. Like, how am I, how are we missing like that? Like, uh, that's what the baseball fans like. Aaron and this one, baseball- wanted to connect, and l- thankfully he didn't because that that would have been. Ugly. I don't. I mean, Damn if it. he wanted to connect, can he fight? Nah, you can miss. You <laughs> like, can miss. You can. You, you can't can miss. miss like that. Boxers First miss all, all the time. They're professionals and they miss all the time. No, 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 no. If he really wanted to fight, he advertised that. He might as well nah, have had a bill. He might have been so. like, it's Because he didn't want to end up in that Here headlock. Here comes, <laughs> and I'm swinging. He threw that thing with speed. What are you talking speed? about? Speed? Hey, he how about like Shaq? Was pitching, was like, Did you see Shaq go after Brad Miller? Brad Miller wasn't even looking. Shaq just missed him. Yeah, but she, yeah. These are basketball players. They're not fighters. They, Look, they might I mean, not be able to fight. You're not swinging like this. Like, if you want to hit someone, it's bop. Oh, look at you. I mean, I've been like training. I got to like, let you know it's coming. <laughs> no. He, he, I, I don't think he really meant to hit him. I think he was just angry. He wanted to express his frustration. Man. And then he, he, then he wound up in the, in the coldest headlock of all time. Yeah, that, that, that wasn't a good look for him. I know his boy is going to be messing. <laughs> it was like he was yeah, just playing with his up. son. Like, man, get this. This dude is out of control. Get him out of here. <laughs> and I like Aaron, but come on. It was a bad look. I don't think he meant to hit him. Um... But I have no problem with it. Uh, David, this is from David. Now that Kawhi is out even longer, do the Warriors have a viable contender in the West? But I guess we could start with Kawhi. What's wrong with Kawhi? Uh, that's the mystery. That's the great mystery. I mean, structurally, everything is looking good, but it, it's just not right. I don't know what Is it to, mental? or? It, it's possible. Um, I mean, look, he's a tough guy. He's a tough-minded player. So I don't think – it's hard to believe it's mental, but when there aren't really structural reasons and you should be fine, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's bizarre. You know, is he – when he plays, is he worried that if I go full bore, I'm going to pull it again or tear it again or, you know, whatever? Like, it's just very strange. Um, I think we'll see him again at some point in the season, but – for all intents and purposes, I don't think they can contend with Golden State now. So who is the I think contender? Houston would be the one team. Look, I think an OKC Golden State series, if it's a first or second round series, would be fun. And it would be a little more draining on the, on the Warriors than you want in the second round or first round just because of the drama of Durant 
being there right. and Westbrook. And I mean, it, it and I think that would bring out the best in OKC. Mm-hmm. They've beaten Golden State. They probably feel like, look, we can we can beat these boys. You know, you got three stars. You got some good role players that have been there before that that feel like we should have beat them a few years ago. So I think that would be a great series to watch. Might probably would end in five or six. Houston, I think, is clearly the one team that could give Golden State some trouble. I would pick the Warriors without question. But they can score. They've beaten them this year as well. Uh, And Chris Paul and Harden, if they're healthy, they've played well together. There are two problems with Houston. One, Harden and Chris Paul have shown some issues in the clutch. They've had Paul has had his moments of good good play in the clutch, but he's also had some bad moments. And then D'Antoni, his lack of attention to detail, and there's very little room for error in the playoffs in general, especially when you get deep in the playoffs. But when you play the the Warriors, there's virtually no room for error. And I look back at D'Antoni's teams in Phoenix when they used to play the Spurs in the playoffs. It would always the series were great. But there would always be some little over thing they overlooked, a bad rotation, a bad turnover, you know, a missed assignment, players getting off the bench during the scrum. San Antonio, on the other hand, executing right. during. It's almost like the Steelers, like D'Antoni is like the Steelers and Mike Tomlin, and obviously the Spurs are like Bill Belichick and the Patriots. So that's the difference between those teams. Lamar. Very insightful perspective. Um, this is from Ben. Is it time to think of Anthony Davis as an MVP contender? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, no. Next Look, time. great player. I voted him. I, I'm one of the media members that votes for the starters of the All-Star game. Mm-hmm. I voted for him to start. So uh, I think he's having a great year. But the team is 500-ish, and you've got another great player next year. Now, it's not all AD's fault. You know, I, I just that team should be better. You've got something nobody else has. You got two star twin towers. And you've got Rajon Rodden. And they do have to stay healthy, Drew Holiday, but I'm not ready to call him an MVP candidate. Who is your MVP right now? You know, it, it's almost this is a year where right now no no candidate is unflawed. Is unflawed a word? It is now. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. No candidate is without flaws. That's better. I know that those are two words. Um, LeBron, first half, because James Harden got hurt and it looked like he was going to be out longer, I had LeBron. But with the team losing so badly, if they were to keep playing like this, it's hard to give him the MVP. Right. Uh, James Harden has to stay healthy, get healthy and stay healthy. Otherwise, he could win it. Um, Durant and Steph are right there, but they could cancel each other out. Mm. And Steph has missed, may have missed too many games already. Uh, so those are my top four. And then, yeah, if down to fifth, you can throw in Giannis, you can throw in Anthony Davis. But when you're voted fifth or fourth, you're not you, – you weren't really in the serious right. conversation. For the whole season. Yeah. Um, okay, let's do the emoji game real quick. we got a few more minutes. Um, it's Carmelo Anthony on having fun as the second or third option alongside Russell Westbrook and Paul George. He said, I think right now, after accepting that role, the game is starting to be fun again for me, fun for us as a team. Anytime you get to be making shots and winning basketball games, it makes it much more fun. I'm going to go with this. Because oh. I like the Thunder. Westbrook's my favorite. 
And uh, also, it's fun to win. So I get you. I feel you, Carmelo. I was actually going the same way as you. Really. Because, look, this is a good, this is a chemistry-building comment. Uh, and I think Melo, for him to accept his role as the third option, I think is great. That's not an insult, especially in your 15th year. You're still going to be a Hall of Famer. Uh, and that's what's going to help them win. That still is a team, and this is why they probably won't trade Paul George, that could be dangerous in the playoffs, as I said yeah. earlier. So I like it. I like it, Carmelo. Keep winning. Um, all right. I'm See, shocked. I can be nice. I'm not used to that. You threw me off. Listen, you I feel like I'm in bizarro world. You gotta stay on your toes. You gotta stay on your toes. Yes. Yeah, no slacking around here. Because I'm used to the venom Aggression? coming from vitriol and venom. I'm so sweet. What are you coming about? from you? Um, all right, this <laughs> from Luke Wallen, uh, who is still the Lakers coach, but not for much longer. Um, Ooh, there we're it, trying. There it. That's the joy <laughs> I know and love. Yes. We're trying to build something where we can be really good again for a long time. I know it takes time. It takes failing. It takes coming together as a group. It is challenging to go through it. You want to win now. You want instant gratification. That's not the way it works in the sleep. Um, I'm going to go with this one. I'm going to go with 100. Really? 100. He is right. Unfortunately, that's not how it's going to work out for him because it's the Lakers. Ooh. Okay. Uh, it takes failing, but not failing to this extent. I agree with that. I mean, what, the I'm part saying. that I am giving this for is it's not the way it works in this league. It, it, it will work if you get LeBron, but you don't have LeBron right now. So for other teams, I agree. You gotta you gotta let Lonzo develop. I, I'm uh, with you people on are that. being very impatient in that situation. Um, but why are you saying why are you saying bullpen? Just because it doesn't take failing to the degree that they are failing. Like at some point, you need to begin showing some progress. Now, Lonzo's been hurt. And Lonzo is the culture changer. He's the catalyst there. So I'm with Luke. Maybe this was a little strong. Maybe. I mean, this is pretty bad. <laughs> we, bring it, we, we bring it strong around here. It's fine. <laughs> but Hot takes only. I just think, you know, it takes – I don't like the word failing in that context. Maybe it takes – you got to take your lumps. You know, you got to – you know, you're going to take some bruises. Um, you know – your bumps and bruises, you know, some of those cliches. Failing, there are degrees of failing. You can fail and not make the playoffs. Right. Or you can fail and win 11 games or wherever they're at now, right now. So, but to his, to, to, in defense of Luke, Lonzo's been out and that's a problem. Uh, I, 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 I like Luke. I no, really sound like I don't. I do like Luke. You're not calling for his job five I'm times. Not call, since I, I'm not calling for anything. I'm telling you what's going to happen. There, there's not my desire. You think at the end of this I year. I do have he's to gone. say, though, if LeBron comes to the Lakers, like everything I ever said about LeBron, I'm not taking it back. But I will, I will rescind mm. my pettiness for LeBron if he comes to the Lakers because I got to watch that. Not that I don't watch LeBron. I obviously watch LeBron. You're but like, not I'm taking it back, that. but you're rescinding it. Yes, I will forgive him. So until he's as long as he's still in Cleveland, like it's it is against like I lose my birthright if I root for him in Cleveland. I can't do it. It's not even about Miami. I was born in Pittsburgh. You lived in Akron. Global. I didn't live in Akron. You didn't live in Akron? No. Your brother played my brother football in you Akron. Visited, you visited, I visited Akron. Akron a million times. By, by you hung way, out in Akron. Akron. And, yeah, I was a child. I didn't have a choice. I was dragged there. Okay? <laughs> Rubber Bowl was a freezing cold place. I have a lot of love for Akron. Thanks. For Akron. That is not Akron it's and Cleveland enough, are not. Though. No, they're not. No, it's 20 we minutes. We discussed this. It's a longer drive When I that. worked in Akron, I worked in Akron when you were a little kid. I worked in Akron. It's an hour drive. And No, it's not an hour. I lived in Cleveland when I worked in Akron. 
I lived in a suburb of Cleveland, but it was Cleveland. So you like to drive then? No, it was like a 20-minute drive, a 25-minute oh, drive. How about that? It felt longer. Uh, they're, they're, they're virtual twin cities, except right, one is much smaller. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I, I, I've got a, love, a lot of love for Akron. University of Akron, great, great place. Shout um, out to Michael Dokes. Uh, Akron. The Zips. Shout out to Akron Zips. Zips. And the Rubber Bowl, which is gone Nate now. Nate Thurman, I think Nate. Um, two, maybe Nate two Thurman. people know what we're talking about right now. Uh, all right, From this final, final thing for today with Chris Broussard on The Hang... Um, and thank you for joining us, by the way, and check out Antoine his podcast, Winfield. In the Zone podcast. Uh, all right, Matt Barnes is boycotting. <laughs> I covered all them in high school. Is boycotting the McDonald's, he's boycotting McDonald's McNuggets after Shaq's son was denied a spot on McDonald's <laughs> All-American team. Uh, Matt, I believe he tweeted this, right? Yeah. Dear McDonald's, seeing that you made a huge mistake by leaving Sharif O'Neal off the McDonald's All-American team, I will no longer allow my twins to eat your six-piece chicken nugget Happy Meals. Mm. I hope you're happy. I know the twins won't be when I tell them no more nuggets. Hashtag no more nuggets. Uh, This is, it's really an all-time great tweet. And I love it. I love it too. First of all, first of all, great move. And look, it's a fraternity. We always Big Mac is uh, is the number one fast food sandwich of all time, in my opinion. It goes Big Big Mac power ranking. Fast food. It's Big Mac, fries, uh, Coca Cola. Then you've got uh, the Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich. Okay, Mm. Wendy's fries. Sprite with that one though. Mm. Okay, Okay. Whopper Junior. Uh, I like to go something. I like to get a little edgy, like maybe Dr Pepper. I haven't had that in a while, so I'm not sure what that is. But you got to get onion rings at Burger King because the fries are not good. Yes. What about you? So In and Out, they they get no love. Listen, In and Out has great burgers, but the fries are abysmal, abysmal, uh, inedible. Anyway, the point Fri- is McDonald's has the best fries. McDonald's best fries, without hands down question. best fries. So he's only boycotting the nuggets. But In and Out, I would put In and Out above the Whopper. The burgers? Yes, above the Whopper. Big <sighs> you know, Mac, you're right. Big I just Mac have more nostalgia legit. for the, Man, for the I Whopper. Man, I feel like a Big Mac right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I always talk myself into spicy, <laughs> spicy uh, chicken sandwich. But I love really what Matt Barnes is sticking up for. You know, they for say Sharif. it's a fraternity. I, I got it. Look, on the I haven't seen Sharif play enough. Obviously, he's got good genes. He's Shaq's son, so he must be really good. McDon- I'm surprised they didn't put him on there. On the one hand, I want to give him credit. If, if they just didn't think he was good enough, yeah. I give him credit for sticking to their guns and not just saying, he's Shaq's son, let's put him on the team. On the other hand, he's Shaq's son, put him on the team. Exactly. You know? And also, Matt, just, so. uh, I mean, Chick-fil-A, hello. The best. Chick-fil-A is yeah. legit. I don't eat McDonald's McNuggets anyway. You saw the Chick-fil-A McNuggets. Oh, the McDonald's McNuggets. Chick-fil-A McNuggets. I'm not going to Chick-fil-A, diss, Chick-fil-A but... uh, whatever they're called, the chicken things. Chicken nuggets. They're, yeah, they're Are they chicken. call them chicken nuggets there? Chicken fingers, chicken tenders. Chicken things. Chicken nuggets. pieces. Nuggets? All right, we'll call them nuggets. They're good. Anyway, uh, I'm getting rushed out of here, so thank you, Chris, for, hang, uh, for joining I us. It. I loved it. Uh, sorry if we were aggressive. And Found out you had a nice side for a little, for you, a little bit. Just Sometimes tiny, I'm nice. A tiny nice side. Check us out next time. Real, real brief. <laughs> maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm not. Oh.